Hey! Uh, uh, thanks for signing up. It's, uh, Wednesday, September 30th, 2020. Your host this week, myself, Lee and Reed. Hi. Uh, weird week. I think we can all agree. Weird week. Maybe weirder for me. We uh, talked last week about the PlayStation showcase. Yeah. We don't need to talk about that this week. We're not, we're not going to. Cool. Uh, no. We do have some news to, to, to hit on. We, uh, we definitely want to save some time today to do a major chunk of Pokemon, or I swear to God that compilation episode is going to be eight hours long. Fuck yeah. Which, by the way, I'm fine with. The Snyder uh, Cut, Lee. It's a, release the Snyder Cut. We're going to have... Yes. I'm going to put mustaches on all the Pokemon. Uh, <laughs> we're going to spend millions of dollars. We're going to take Pikachu and just make him a fucking asshole. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely right. Uh, so... We have some news to talk about, uh, but first let's uh, let's hit back to the the format the way it was. What have you been playing? Me? Yeah. Uh, honestly, not a ton. You're fucking embarrassing me. Right <laughs> Stop playing Avengers, obviously. Yeah. So that. like moratorium on Avengers talk because there's there's truly nothing more to say but to complain about the lack of content in that game. Um, and I, there's nothing left for me to complain about. I just moved on from that game completely. Yeah. There's there's no content a month out. There's no new content. Uh, Five heroes is fucking embarrassing. Well, six. Not you have a loot based game where I can't show off the loot that I get. It's completely fucking ass backwards. It's completely ass backwards. Well, there's uh, cosmetics that you have to pay real money for or unlock yeah, painstakingly but, but, through gameplay. Right, but like the whole appeal of fucking Borderlands or Destiny is that you can get this super sick legendary gun. The, yes. Walk up to your buddy and be like, "Man, look at this! Look how crazy the shooting thing does." Look how fucking cool it looks. And they'll be like, yeah, man, that's cool. And you can't fucking do that. You can just be like, hey, man, look at this $20 skin I bought. The uh, the contemporaries of Avengers and games like it uh, are just far more robust Anthem, at this point. Anthem might be equal par with Avengers. Uh, I, got, I played Anthem for longer... But I'm going to say I had higher peaks with Avengers in terms of fun. Right. Uh, but like I said, moratorium and on that game. I'm Let's not stop the only person, talking about I, it. I am not the only person uh, that has agreed with me that Anthem... <laughs> I'm not the only person that has agreed with the opinion that Anthem is much better flying than this game too. I, listen, uh, that's like choosing which nut to get kicked in at this point. Because uh, both of those games right. are fucking awful and devoid of content. Uh, so. The other big thing is... They sell this game on a power trip fantasy. You get to play as the Avengers, but you don't get to fly fast with Iron Man or Thor, and you don't get to punch really hard with Hulk. So I'm confused what this game is trying to sell me on. Right. As we said in previous weeks, uh, everybody was complaining that Spider-Man was going to be exclusive to the PS4 version. By the time Spider-Man actually enters this no game... No er, Oh, ready. What, what did that you posted all, yesterday? All the, Deus Ex Mankind yeah, had more all, concurrent people playing. All the exclusive character thing did was piss off people who don't have it on PlayStation. Well, you see what this game is. You see, you see the idea is we're gonna we're gonna piecemeal out characters and content later. But you have to you gotta hit it at first. Right, you have to have enough because, shit there to at release to keep them right. playing. Right. I don't doubt they have a plan for the next year of when they're gonna release all this DLC. But it's, it's fucking hit the red button now because people are leaving this game in droves. It yeah, sucks. More people on Steam right now are playing Deus Ex: Mankind Divided, a game that Square Enix was not going to follow up on because they wanted to make this fucking Avengers game. So, like, what does that tell you? Oh, that's where the comparison comes from. I'm like, why that game as a no, comparison? No, because it's Square Enix, and they weren't, they didn't make the sequel to Mankind Divided because they're making this fucking Avengers well, game. Well, they got that Disney money, Reed. Yeah, uh, besides that... Disney, who just laid off 28,000 uh, theme park workers <laughs> yes. while spending billions of dollars on Avatar sequels that nobody fucking wants either. Uh, listen, there's a, there's a power shift coming in terms of where the money's at for stuff like this. 
and uh, I'm here for it. Anyway, uh, I had a week off last week. I haven't even finished. You, you, you didn't play anything uh, new. Right, I, yeah, I'm playing, Sky, I'm playing lots of COD, COD Season 6 was dropped yesterday, sure. they have the subways open now, which is pretty fun. Oh, wow, you can get a sandwich, Yeah, meatball sub. Yeah, uh, besides that, I've been playing a whole lot of nothing, just kind of waiting for the PS5 to come out, because my PS4 Pro is so fucking loud, I want to fucking throw it against the wall. Fucking jet engine. I was going to say, so I was, uh, during my week off, I'm like, I'm going to finish all these games I have on the go, Pokemon, Yakuza, Final Fantasy, we're going to knock them all down. And I'm embarrassed to say that the little gaming time I actually ended up with, I spent playing fucking Destiny 2. Of course. Uh, and guess what? I had a lot of fun. I was uh, spending a morning playing Avengers and actually knocking down quests and being like, this is kind of like switching between characters and keeping it fresh and like genuinely having a pretty good time. And then it hard crashed my PlayStation and made me reinstall my firmware. And I have not played Avengers since. Uh, other than that, play a little Metopia on the 3DS. Like I said, an embarrassing week of things I played as I just spent some time on Destiny. But... Uh, got got a lot of that season content. Did you know, if you reach rank ten with your seasonal artifact, that Bungie sends you an email that allows you to claim like merch, but you have to pay for it. So you get an email, and it's just like, hey, congratulations on reaching uh, level ten on your seasonal artifact. Uh, you can buy this pin set now. It's kind of weird. I thought it was just, like for free. What I thought they were just going to send yeah, you something in the mail. Want people to buy the pin set regardless if they play the game or not? No. So imagine you go to their store and you're like, <laughs> apparently you like with the triumphs and stuff. They've done jackets and like cool stuff before, uh, but first you have to unlock the ability to buy. The, it's fucking crazy, uh, but also kind of neat that there's exclusive merch that only the most elite uh, or people with the most time uh, uh, to play well, Destiny. I also uh-huh. forgot that I started a new playthrough of Spider-Man PS4. Okay, let's. Yeah. Uh, that segues perfectly into the news. Uh, so me and you uh, both spend frivolously on video games, and we rarely talk about the value quotient of video games or what we expect from video games. What do you mean? Uh, like, so Avengers. Sure. Uh, total ripoff at eighty dollars. Sure. We've never really mentioned that. Oh yeah, yeah like I like, think that's a given. I think that's something that doesn't need to be said even. It's like we we spent that money knowing that it was probably going to be bad, yeah. right? But and we're but we're well aware of that. You but. To be fair, and to the people at home, you and me, like, we work in the industry, brother. Um, and we're going to play most of everything that comes out that's anything notable. Sure. That's just the kind of person you and me are. Uh, and I don't think that's going to change. Yeah, the the idea of waiting for a sale or, like, I'll get it used is not something that me and you uh, yeah, I, fuck with. Yeah, if I want to so. play, play a video game, yeah. I'll fucking play. Like, I'm not yeah. really worried about it. The price of admission is the price of admission. Yeah. Uh, so where do you land on something like this? So PlayStation 5 is coming out. They're doing Miles Morales Spider-Man. There's two versions on PlayStation 5. There's just the Miles Morales campaign. And then there's a version for 90 bucks here in Canada that comes with... Spider-Man. Game of the Year Spider-Man. Okay. Uh, so that Spider-Man's going to have, of course, all the upgrades on the PS5, the ray tracing, yeah, the super curi- fast loads. I'm curious then if, because I don't have any of the DLC on my PS4 version, right? Sure. I'm curious if I can import my save data from PS4 with the Game of the Year edition that I buy for PS5, and then it would take my save data so I can just do the DLC the miles after. So that's a unique situation, because what I was about to say is that Sony has announced there is no upgrade path. Uh, so if you have the PS4 version of Spider-Man and you toss it in the PlayStation 5, you're playing the PS4 version. If you want to play it with the enhanced whatever and the I Game of the Year stuff, you need to buy... So it's not Cyberpunk. Uh, no. Exactly right. Uh, so uh, That's kind of a bummer. So this could be a licensing thing because it's it's the, the Spider-Man license mixed with... But Sony owns the Spider-Man license so yeah. at a certain point. Uh, but yes, they are. you think they would offer, like, hey, if you already have a copy of Spider-Man, maybe if it's only Game of the Year, so you'd be fucked either way, but... I feel like if you have the Game of the Year version, pop it in the PS5, here's the upgrade for free. 
Yeah. Uh, which is what Xbox is doing but with no, all then, of their first-party games. But then you get the Miles Morales content for free, right? No, you would not. The Miles Morales content, you're buying either way. Yeah. Oh, uh, so even if you buy the Game of the Year for PS5, it wouldn't come with Miles Morales? Correct. Oh. No, no. Game of the Year for PS5 only comes with Miles Morales. You yeah, cannot buy it on no, its own. No, that's why yeah. I'm saying that's why they probably aren't doing it, like the free upgrade. Yeah, but like you could just then buy the $65 Miles Morales version and use your existing right, Spider-Man version. What I'm version. saying is there probably is no version for PS5 that exists without Miles Morales. Not currently. Yeah. That's Unless what, you may, that's, maybe there's a digital one. No, that's yeah. probably the problem is what yeah. I'm saying. It's trying to get people to buy the expensive version. No, yes. Yeah, so uh, what's going to happen for me, for example, is I'll probably just buy Miles Morales. I didn't hear anything notable about now, the DLCs. Now, do you feel like you were owed an upgraded version of that Spider-Man game no. that came out a year ago, right? No. Like two years ago? No. One year. it'd be, I think uh, there'd be something to say if Miles Morales was going to be released for $80 Canada sure yeah and and it was like 10 hours long but if it's going to be 20 or 30 hours long on PS on PS5 and I do you not feel that Sony could just like fucking throw everybody a bone on this though like you got it, it, it we're Sony I it's, think it's it'd be different if it was a game that came out a year ago or like this year but it came out two years ago like mm-hmm. I don't know I don't, I don't know I don't I agree I, with you for the most part I, I think, just think if anything they should have done they should do Spider-Man PS5 Game of the Year with Miles Morales, $80 flat. Miles Morales only. Well, it is $80 60. flat. It's just now it's $10 more because Sony's charging no, $10. Yeah, more. no. Bring yeah. it down to 80 and then the Miles Morales should just be 60 in my opinion. Sure. It's as, 65 as it is. Or like 50 yeah. even. Uh, so that's... So th- this is all very confusing when it comes to Sony stuff, especially with the backwards compatibility. Uh, initially, they had said the top 100 PS4 games will work on PS5. Then they said 99% of PS4 games will work. Now they're saying... It's somewhere in between. So basically what they're saying is on day one, not guaranteed that every PS4 disc you throw in there. I'm sure if you throw in God of War 2018, It'll work. you're fine. But, if you throw not, in, but maybe not Divinity Original Sin. Maybe not Kandagawa Jet Girls if you throw that in there. Maybe that's uh, Gal Gun Double Piece. Maybe yeah. that's not going to work. Uh, if you remember when the PS4 Pro came out, the same thing happened. Where a lot, Some games just weren't compatible. Uh, there was like a cutoff for like an update thing. And then they did the name change thing. PSN allowed you to change your name. And there was a list of games where it was just like, if you change your PSN games name, this these games won't work anymore. So there's weird infrastructure things going on. Uh, oh, Sony. don't get me started on trying to do the primary and secondary PS4 bullshit. Oh, boy. It's, uh, it's hey, listen, it's great that it works. Hopefully it still works on the PS5. But... Yeah, but setting it up, I don't know how anybody who isn't savvy in this kind of thing would get yeah. it to work. Well, here's the thing. So Sony's okay. Like, that's widely known. Like, you know it, I know it. You buy one copy digitally, you set the primary, and you can technically play twice on one oh, copy. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. So Sony has to know that by now, yet their focus is not allowing an upgrade path on Spider-Man, where they're losing way more money based on this other Right, but I exploit. think the thought process is this person bought two PS4s or 5s, like... Let them go. Let them go. <laughs> like, let them play it on both of their consoles. Like, fair, and there is fair, a lim- fair There is a limit to it. You can't play it over more than one console. Like, sure. Like, if I I can't have three PS3s and play one game I download on it. I mean, I mean, now we're talking about the difference between paying one hundred and eighty dollars and just ninety, though. So, yeah. like, it, it's substantial. It, it's yeah. not nothing. Uh, so, anyway, uh, with Xbox, you know, the the joke there would be, well, they have no fucking games, but all their first party games, uh, you get the upgrade. So, if you buy the Xbox One version. Wait, wait. To go back to PS4, what about all the games I bought digitally on PS4? Will I be able to re-download them on PS5 digitally, but they'll be the PS4 version? That's a really good question, Reed. I have no idea. Oh. Uh, presumably, all those PS4 games are still going to be here. The, the stores are connected. So right now, you can pre-order PS5 games on your PS4. Uh, so I'm assuming anything that's compatible is just compatible. It's in the store you download it. It'll just it. be the PS4 version yeah. as I play it. it like, 
we're all assuming that day one hits and most every game you're looking for is, is there, but yeah. they have not outright confirmed this, whereas Xbox is much more, hey, if you have an Xbox One disc or game, it's going to fucking work in this thing because it's essentially a, a, a better Xbox One, right? Which yeah. is where the, the messaging on is this a next-gen thing gets kind of muddied. Uh, but people have had the Xbox Series X in their possession for two weeks now. A lot of the media was given really early uh, consoles to fuck around with. The load times they're saying are, are pretty ridiculously like fast on the older games. Uh, you know, games like like a tenth of the time kind of thing. Uh, and then the suspend resume feature is apparently very quick as well, which is something I never fucked with because with all games being connected to the internet or most of them. Every time you would resume a suspended game, the server would kick you out anyways. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully they're making that more of a mandate to developers to be like, hey, make sure if someone like suspends this for six hours and comes back, there's a, a, a gradual... Update. Something like that. Um, Doom Eternal will be the first of Bethesda's games offered for free on Game Pass now that uh, Microsoft owns them. And that's uh, as of tomorrow. But Doom Eternal will be free on Game Pass. Go play it. Good yeah. fucking game. Uh, depending on who you ask. Yeah. Wait, what there, do you mean? There's a... I would say it's 50-50 between people loving Doom 2016 and not liking Eternal. Really? Yeah. I you, you like both, so... Yeah, I love both. And yeah. I do acknowledge that they're both different feeling games, and Eternal is a big step up as far as complexity goes. Yeah. But both games are the same thing, though. You move really fast, you shoot everything all the time, and it's a lot <laughs> of fucking fun. Like, I, I don't see how anybody could not enjoy Doom Eternal. It was so fucking fun to uh, on its own merits or maybe people just were expecting I don't know I don't know what they're listen I can't play Doom it makes me fucking sick as hell so uh, if I could lock that game to like 20 FPS maybe I'll go back and play it but uh, as of right now uh, let's talk about Pokemon before we talk about Pokemon Pokemon Sword and Shield's Crown Tundra DLC launches in October Reed and uh, I'm to understand you're getting the itch well I tried playing it last night oh no it just seemed like a lot of work um, kinda I don't know Maybe I'll get back to it to it again. Like, you didn't buy the expansion pass, did you? No. Okay. What I'm feeling more like playing is actually going to play an old Pokemon, like maybe Pokemon Black on my on my 3DS. Um, maybe I'll go back and play Pokemon Hack. My my whole thing is uh, to play an old Pokemon now is just like the transfer process from bank to home is such a mess that I would only play something that immediately links to home. What so the other mean? day when I was like, oh, I want to play an old Pokemon game, but like, wait, I, wait, 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 wait. wait. When you play an old Pokemon game, do you transfer Pokemon back to that game? Uh, when I'm done, yeah. When I'm like, before I like delete the save. So I have a silver save on my 3DS right now. I wouldn't just delete that save. I would move all those Pokemon out of oh, there and really? then restart. Why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why would I just kill the Pokemon? I can put them in my bank. I don't... You're talking to someone who has 1,500 Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Like, because <laughs> so, like, I've played, like... I've played Crystal countless times. I've played Emerald yeah. like 10 times. I've You've yet to hit me up. I'm expecting... With GTS, it's kind of irrelevant with home. I play like Black. Uh, I play Black like three times. And I have no problem once I'm done a game because I didn't put any work... Well, listen. That used to be the case. When you used to want to restart Pokemon Red, you'd have a save file with 200 hours on it and you'd just be like, fucking see ya. Unless you had like one of those fucking Game well, yeah, Shark well, that's what I do. memory um, backups. But that's what I'm saying is... I like If I was going to play Sword and Shield, it'd be in a competitive format. I feel like just playing a regular good old-fashioned... just straightforward main story playthrough so yeah i think about yeah. maybe playing black again maybe playing uh, crystal again we're in an age of bad pokemon uh is just the way of it like there's like on my 3ds i have installed pokemon uh, alpha sapphire and when i actually look at it that might be one of the games i spent the most time on even though it's not necessarily my favorite pokemon game like gen 3 or whatever but um no, i out... liked all the pokemons up yeah to, uh, like sun and moon and ultra sun and ultra moon were a little bit yeah. Sword and Shield are a bit more... Listen, eh. I love the idea 
of, uh, of expanding a Pokemon game. It's never happened before. So Isle of Armor is already available. Crown Tundra, they announced, is adding, like, fucking... Almost every legendary Pokemon is just lumped into this thing. Uh, so, of course, if you already have them in home, you'll be able to transfer them now and use them. Uh, when it comes to legendaries, though, like, to, to have them, like, it, you don't really it's use cool. them, you don't use them competitively, right? No. Like, you're not bringing out an Articuno. No, and so. for most, especially when you're not playing um, special leagues, uh, you can't bring your legendaries anyway, so it's kind of fun. Isn't Dynamax game. still not, like, tournament? I like, have, you just don't I, use I, Dynamax? I haven't uh, kept up with competitive in a while when i was playing dynamax was very much fucking bullshit and wasn't allowed in actual competitive formats but if yeah. you just play online you could dynamax and it could absolutely swing a fight easily use gyarados with but like n more or less than mega evolutions ever did mega evolutions were a big fucking deal but like is is dynamaxing more broken than mega evolutions Ye or are yes they more no. or less on on par uh yes and no dynamaxing is better for more pokemon whereas there are specific mega evolutions like that mega salamance mega yeah. metagross for example that just completely break the fucking game in so many because i assume when they because they discontinued mega evolutions in yeah sword and shield so i assume they just copy pasted a lot of that like back-end balancing well, data no, no, to dynamaxing no because dynamaxing <laughs> because dynamaxing was a way simpler form as far as coding and stuff yeah for pokemon get big yeah. move becomes make, this move yeah make yeah make pokemon bigger if it's normal it becomes this move if sighting type becomes this move blah 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 and increase stats that's it yeah. that's like that's the changes whereas mega evolution would change their avatar it would give them special moves in certain cases hey listen maybe this year in our discussion we'll get to pokemon sword and shield yeah. and uh i can't wait for you to go off on that game uh, and all the changes and stuff so some unfortunate news uh last week we were just talking about cyberpunk and how whenever there's news about cyberpunk we just kind of glance we don't even uh, engage as we're sold on that game we're waiting for it yeah. uh coming in november currently bloomberg reports jason schreier uh taking a shot at uh cd project red last night saying that despite the president's of that company saying that there will be no crunch for Cyberpunk 27. Uh, obviously, they delayed it multiple times. It was supposed to come out in April. It was supposed to come out in, what, September, and now it's November. Uh, that crunch is still happening at that company, and that six-hour work weeks are mandatory, long hours. Uh, and the president is basically like, no, it. but everybody's cool with it. And we're doing, like, 10% of residuals of what we sell for Cyberpunk is being split between everyone. And, like, there, there's real financial reasons why you would crunch, but that's not the point. The point uh, is, you said there would be no crunching. The, the point is the the health and well-being of your employees. Regardless if they are willing to do something, that's that's not the point. Uh, so when they are now making statements where it's just like, it's cool, but everyone's cool with it. Uh, it's it's very tone deaf. And people are now kind of coming out like against Jason Schreier just being like, leave them the fuck alone. You just need something to write about, blah, blah, blah. He's like, no, I'm going to fucking report on shit like this He's like, like just like you everybody was willing to give shit to ea when Bi when bioware was under fire for anthem yes. and the crunch of anthem uh cyberpunk should not be uh, accepted like you know, not accepted <laughs> uh, right they should not be an exception in this case no and could, should cyberpunk just be moved to march at this I, point like obviously i would not like that personally because i want to play the fucking game right but but where are you coming down on that? If you're just right. like, let them crunch? Yeah. Fuck them? It'd be hypocritical of me not to say, don't delay it, because like I was very critical of Anthem and yes. stuff like that. So yeah, if it has to come with that delay until fucking March. Here's the thing. Uh, don't announce a date for your game until it's fucking done. 
Uh, listen, I understand there's like the pre-order preamble, and you want to show trailers, and you want to get the the name out there. You, you want people to be talking about your game. You should announce a game when you're releasing the beta. You should be like, game release is November, beta is out tomorrow. And that's kind of what Call of Duty does, right? And, uh, and like, sure, they have glitches and balancing errors when the game comes out, but it's usually fucking red. And this is like coming off the back of them being like the September thing was like, oh, the game is done. Uh, but we want to make sure it's optimized. We want to make sure it's it's at 100% right. before releasing it. And now it's been, it's going to be two months for, of that. Right. But now they're crunching. Now they're six days a week. Now they're who knows how many hours a day. Uh, and I'm sure some of them are voluntary doing that. I'm, I'm sure some of them and, love the idea of... And it's, it's a great disappointment too because it is CD Projekt Red who yes. have such a, maybe up until this point, had such a good reputation with the gaming community for very, being very transparent with their games, for giving lots of content for a good price, etc. like that. It's a shame that this has come from CD Projekt Red because they are like one of my favorite developers. Yeah, but uh, Jason Schreier's going to hold them fucking accountable. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what else to say, man. Like, uh, the, the only, Delay the game. The only good guys left, Lee, is Larian Studios. If you're, if you're looking at it, <laughs> if you're looking at it as an extra day of work for two months... Like, okay, that's an extra two work weeks. Or, like, you know, by the time you're done with it, delay the game into next year. Like, I get it. Like, you're taking money down. You're taking deposits. You've delayed the game three times already. But how the fuck are they crunching in September, but April was ever a reasonable release date for that game? Why did they even announce it? Yeah. Uh, that's the part that really bugs me, is 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 moving that date. Just don't announce the date. Yeah. Uh, personally. Because that's when people like you, uh, even if you're, they're like, oh, we're delaying it till March, you'd be like, like, I get it. You're not going to go on Twitter and be like, fuck you. I'm never I supporting mean, yeah. your games. But yeah. you, you're going to be disappointed I mean, only because they told you it was coming out in November. Right. If they just say... Indefinitely. Uh, if they just announce yeah. the game and they say announcement coming soon or some yeah. bullshit... Yeah, get the fucking game ready. And like, it, maybe one or two things isn't done, and then you give the release date. Here's the thing, and it comes from the top down. This is CD Projekt Red. Uh, they have Witcher. They've made so much money. Uh, in terms of AAA, we're looking to see what they do next. They should lead by example. Uh, because, right. guess what? And they were leading yes. by example. Witcher 3, for the longest time, that's what a lot of people in the gaming community were pointing towards as far as value and writing and company-to-community interaction mm. goes. CD Projekt Red is very transparent in all their dealings. They post on their message boards. They deal with the people. They have fan expos. Yeah. They give behind the scenes. They give you a lot of fucking content for really cheap. This, like, it's it's just the spotlight on them right now because obviously when this came out, like, earlier in the year and stuff like that, and we, we kind of revisited it, uh, you know, everybody was, was under the microscope for this stuff. But, yeah, we'll kind of leave it at that. Um, all the best to those guys. Like, hey, the, the fact of the matter is we want to play their fucking game. They want to make the best game possible, uh, but they should not have to fucking kill... It's not worth the, the mental anguish and exhaustion to do this shit. Right. It's the, not worth it. Right. If if you want to change your industry, CD Projekt Red is the kind of developer yeah. that could have led by example. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because, yeah. like, you know GTA 6 or whatever Rockstar has cooking up next, like, you know those fuckers are being... Like, someone's cracking the whip on them. Like, there's nothing... Right. Nothing and, has changed. And now one of their employees can't go, like, well, look at CD Projekt Red. They released Witcher 3 and they didn't have any crunch. Yeah. And everybody, everybody crunches. It. It's expected. And everybody yeah. loves it. Now they can't say that kind of shit anymore. Yep. I agree. Uh, anyways, new Super Mario Brothers Ultimate DLC Fighter will be revealed tomorrow, Reed. Super Smash Brothers? Remember Super Smash Brothers? Yeah. Uh, so they released, uh, what's her name? Min Min? From, uh, ARMS was the first. They did a second, they're doing oh. a second season of Fighters. So Min Min from ARMS was the first character, and now they will be revealing the second. In a three-minute presentation by Sakurai. Sure.
Pokemon! Reed, mm. last week we failed to talk about Cubone and Cubone's mother. You didn't play Gen 1, but there's a no, huge... I know, I know about Cubone Cubone's mother. Yeah, so there's a huge subplot in Lavender Town uh, to deal with the Pokemon Tower where Team Rocket uh, was trying to kidnap a Cubone. We talk about Cubone. One of my... Cubone's my favorite Pokemon, straight up. Who's, really? your favorite, who's your favorite Pokemon? Cubone is your favorite Pokemon? Cubone is my favorite Pokemon. Oh, period. And, uh, mine's a tie between Houndoom and Crobat. Oh, fucking Edgelord over here. Well, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. I have no I'll accept Houndoom. He's cool as shit. Dark Fire? He was the first. And he has the coolest fucking cry in Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Crobat's also like a staple. Like, I'm, uh, you always roll no, a Crobat. I wouldn't say a staple. I would say maybe for you and me, he's a staple. Yeah. But you're the only person I found with fellow Crobat love here. Who the fuck doesn't love Crobat? Right? Fast uh, as fuck. So... Cubone's got this whole subplot, and the whole thing with Cubone is he wears the skull of his dead mother. That's based on this subplot, and doesn't really make sense for every Cubone ever to be doing this. Uh, so there, there is a, you know, when you see Pokemon leaks and stuff like that, they're talking about sprites and whatnot. Uh, there's a lot to say that, hey, you know it was meant to be like Caterpie, Metapod, Venomoth was actually supposed to be it. And then if you look at Venonat and Butterfree, you're like, holy shit, a Venonat is just a Butterfree's head. On a butterfly. Oh my god. So people for a long time thought that Kangaskhan, the baby, was a Cubone without the skull. Yes. And that Marowak is some weird third evolution there or something like that. Uh, so the story is that Team Rocket was trying to steal Cubone. And Cubone's mother, who is also a Cubone? Has to be. Or Marowak. But Marowak also has a skull. Okay. So... Mar but, but we don't know what Marowak's skull looks like under the skull it wears, Lee. We don't know what a Cubone's face looks like at all. Uh, it's one of the greatest mysteries. It's like Wilson from Home Improvement. We never know truly what he looks like. Uh, so Cubone is defended by his mother, and Team Rocket kills Cubone's mother. This they is in the fucking, fucking game. Kill they kill her. Uh, so you cannot proceed in the Pokemon Tower without the Slipscope, which I believe you get from the Celadon City Games game corner yeah uh because there's a ghost there that you cannot identify plus you can't identify any of and the ghosts cubone's fucking dead mom who's who's so irate uh that you cannot get past her and when you do you you save mr fuji or whatever and, and defeat team rocket uh this was the subject of they did an anime that was based on the video games not the anime but they did oh the yeah. pokemon like red i think it was, yeah. it was called so like it was straight up based on fire red leaf green basically right yeah no uh, i watched it and like yeah. the main protagonist isn't like ash at all he's no just, he's just like, red yeah yeah he's just like a fucking dude uh, so the first episode kind of is like from the start of your adventure to pewter and then they skip a bunch of shit and they're in lavender town the whole second episode is about this event and yeah, I'm gonna tell you, we talk about like tearing up and things. When I fucking first watched the second episode of this Pokemon thing, and they like the way they depicted this Cubone's mother thing and like her dying and Cubone just being like fucked up about it, is really touching. No, this anime, is, <laughs> the, this anime you're talking about, I yeah. forget the specific name, but it's very well done. As far yes. as like, I don't like the actual original Pokemon anime personally. I'm not a fan. Okay, um, sure. But this one is very well done. It's. I don't want to say it's taken more seriously, but it's done a lot. No, no, no. The, Poke the Pokemon battles alone are, like, frighteningly realistic. Yeah, like, when... It's, when... it's much more, um, less flashy, but more intense version. Yeah, so there's, like, uh, when you have Squirtle and Charmander fighting, they don't have their moves. So they're just physically fighting in the in the first episode. And basically, Squirtle has, like, Charmander pinned down. Charmander's just fucking screaming. You're like, this is fucking... This is fucked up, but right. I'm here for it. Right, and uh, they actually, like, show off type advantages yes. uh, and shit like that, which is great. Uh, I wish that was... 
they did more of that. But yeah. honestly, who's watching that but me? Uh, so that there's I, a I watched it. there's a Pokemon TV app, and I believe it's all still free on there. You can watch almost all Pokemon media, including the movies and stuff. It's all free on this app. Like you can just go download it. Uh, so check that shit out. Anyways, we forgot to talk about that. Uh, we did, however, quickly talk about the Safari Zone, which is neat, uh, and then getting strength, getting surf. All the badges. The Sea Foam Island, Cinnabar Island. We mentioned the anime in Mewtwo. We were talking about how, like, oh, Mewtwo doesn't really show up in the anime, blah, blah, blah. Oh, completely forgetting that when Gary gets to the Viridian City gym, uh, driven by a convertible full of cheerleaders, uh, he walks in and gets bodied by Mewtwo in armor when Giovanni was, was controlling Mewtwo and using him. So Gary's team gets wiped out by Mewtwo. And then, thankfully, Giovanni is called elsewhere, and Ash gets to fight Team Rocket. Uh, for his Earth badge, which let's just talk, let's write it straight up. That's bullshit. Uh, he got a pass, and yeah. then, and he loses in the Pokemon League. Of course he does. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, <laughs> without going too much into the anime, the game is a lot simpler. Obviously, yes. by this point, you've taken down Team Rocket. Your only goal at this point is to complete the Pokemon League and become the champion. Assuming that you have taken out all the gyms except for Viridian City, you now go back to Viridian. And you discovered that the gym leader is none other than Giovanni himself. The man just himself. Like, just like the anime. Yeah, except, which is kind except, of a... Except he actually does use Earth Pokemon, so... Like. Earth Pokemon! Thunderbolt! Um, we... The, so, there's a kind of a weird uh, understated thing here about Kanto, is that it's run by the mob. Yes. Like, Giovanni is the head, head gym leader. Yeah, but he's not the champion. Uh, no. He could be, if he wanted to. Uh, the other thing we didn't uh, <laughs> we didn't think to talk about is that Lieutenant Surge is a lieutenant. He fought in a war. Yes. <laughs> Whatever. And he says that he says yeah. like I used to use these electric. He po- used Pokemon in, in war. War. Yeah. That means his Raichu has seen some shit. You know, many. Yeah. I don't know what war that is based so, on his age. We could surmise so it's the Korean in Gen War. Gen One Pokemon. You have <laughs> you have Pokemon coming from the moon, but they might also come from God, who gave birth to a little pink animal. Yes, maybe that, that was also cloned into a fucking monster by Mob Boss, who happens to run the entire country's gym system, but he also runs a mafia that steals and. Uh, tortures Pokemon. Yes. Meanwhile, you have another Pokemon that wears its skull of its dead mother killed by the same organization. Don't forget that that organization spins out of control. In Johto, Team Rocket is still the threat. Except Giovanni's nowhere to be seen. Because he's not a dick anymore. Right. And then there's a subplot that wasn't in the initial game where your rival in Gen 2 is Giovanni's son. Right. He's explored yeah. a bit more in, yeah. in Heart, Gold, and Soul Silver. What the fuck? Yeah. Anyway, so, uh, so you get Gen to the Pokemon League. Uh, and the Pokemon League, no, but, the ultimate but, challenge. After you beat Gio- Giovanni, sure, to be yeah. fair, he says, all right, I'll stop being an asshole. And then he you, just leaves. He taught him the error of his yeah, ways. Yeah, he's like, oh, uh, fuck. Yeah, just, that's a classic <laughs> anime thing, though. Like, he beat yeah. the shit out of him, and they're just like, your punches have made me see the right thing. Uh, I've returned, yeah. Uh, so that's, but you know, like every gym, uh, your rival has been there first and beat Giovanni. But I guess your rival didn't change Giovanni's ways. You did. Yeah. You, uh, uh, Giovanni, of course, in Gen 1 has multiple ride-ons with Horn Drill, which is, uh, he's a little bit of a troll, I guess you could say, uh, <laughs> in that case. Uh, anyways, you beat his ass, you go to the Pokemon League, which is conveniently located just west of town. You get through, uh, there to go to Victory Road, which we mentioned you need strength, there's a bit of a puzzle there. Moltres can be captured there, then you hit the Elite Four. In most Pokemon games, you fight four trainers, followed by the champion. Uh, in Gen 1, it was Bruno, Lorelei, Agatha, and Lance. I think Agatha might be the second, though. So, Rock fighting. No, it was uh, Ice. Lorelei's Ice. Oh, yeah. she's first. You're right. Lorelei's first. Yeah. Then maybe Bruno, who is fighting type. Yeah, then Bruno. Uh, then... Agatha. Ghosts. 
Yeah, then Agatha. Uh, and then Lance, Lance Dragons, who has three Dragonites, if I'm not mistaken, no, in Gen 1. No, in Gen 2 he has three Dragonites. In Gen 1 he has one Dragonite, two Dragonairs. Would that be allowed in uh, actual competition? Would you be allowed to have multiples of the same Pokemon? No, and it was bullshit in Gen 2 when Lance's Dragonites are level 50 and those fuckers level up at level 55. Dude, I had a friend growing up. We played Pokemon Stadium together. We'd like transfer our Pokemon in with our transfer packs and whatnot. And this motherfucker used like the clone glitch. So, regularly, I'd be trying to fight this guy, and he'd be rolling four Mewtwo's and two Zapdos's, and, like, this isn't even fucking fun. Like, oh, yeah, that's bullshit. Uh, sucks. Yeah, and each one of his Mewtwo's, I wouldn't know which one it is, because each one would have a different moveset. So, your like, oh, that's sucks. the Ice Mewtwo, so, yeah, yeah. yeah he, he wasn't fun to play against. Your body it sucks. Was, uh, um, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> so, uh, after you beat Lance, they do, they do the basically the fucking WCW, WWE thing, where they go... The contract, on, the name on the contract does say Pokemon Trainer. Pokemon Trainer Gary. <laughs> you find that Gary beat you through, he beat the entire Pokemon League ahead of you. Right. And whomever the champion and was. And begs the question, Lee, did you beat a weakened Elite Four and weakened champion? Or you you beat a determined Elite Four and champion. <laughs> How many times does the Elite Four get beat before they get swapped out? Right. Because I've beat them hundreds of times. <laughs> um, and, so, and in Kayfabe in Gen 2, you can yeah. just keep beating... In Fire Red, Leaf Green, did they do the Elite Four Plus? Where they do the harder version of the Elite Four? No. Or that was in later That games? didn't start till like, Gen 4 or some shit. Okay. But no, that, Gen, that shit was cool. In Gen 2, you can keep going through the Pokemon League, and they just keep saying, Oh, welcome yeah. back, champ. Oh, uh, yeah, so... I guess you're just here to, like, train or some bullshit. So we... Yeah, so... It's weird in Gen 2 because the story continues after the Pokemon League, yet yeah. if you still go to the Pokemon you League... You can still just keep replaying it. Yeah. The other thing is is that the Pokemon League is shared. Uh, Johto and Kanto are neighboring regions, so there's only one Indigo Plateau, and you go there in both right. games. There's no other games in the Pokemon series more related than Gen 1 and 2. Yeah. I'm just thinking. There is none. I can't think of I can't think of any. No, like every, Gen One directly deals. I mean, with other Gen than 2. the direct sequel ones, right? And Gen Two directly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, let's wrap it up. So you you fight Gary, uh, you kick his ass, rival, whatever you want to call him. Professor Oak shows up. Professor Oak was coming to congratulate his grandson. By the time Professor Oak gets his ass to the Pokemon League, you've already kicked his grandson's yeah, and ass. Yeah, basically goes, move the fuck over, Gary. Yeah, push him by the face. My fucking boy. Gary never gets to see the championship room because he was waiting for Professor Oak to get there. Yeah. So he's like, you wait out here because you lost. Uh, Red, come with me. Uh, he puts your Pokemon in the Pokemon League database, which you can view from your PC. If you do the missing no glitch, uh, where you do the infinite items, uh, without catching those Pokemon, there's very few glitches that appear in your game. However... As soon as you encounter Missing No in your game, it fucks up your Hall of Fame. So if you go to look at your Hall of Fame after encountering Missing No in any capacity, uh, it's it's a mess. It's uh, it's gargled Pokemon. The sounds don't make sense. The names of the Pokemon don't make sense. So that uh, that's pretty much Gen 1, with the exception yeah. after that if you collect all Pokemon. Unknown po cave. Yeah, yeah, with the exception after if you collect all Pokemon, you get a certificate that you can print. <laughs> you print on your Game Boy printer? Yeah. yeah. But um, you also you get keys to the Cerulean Cave, or you're allowed to enter. You just, you're, the fat guy moves out of the way. Yeah, the yeah. guy moves out of the way. You can enter Cerulean Cave, where high-level Pokemon exist. And yes, Chanseys and all kinds of stuff. Mewtwo's yeah. there, throw um, your Master Ball at the, him. Yeah, how do you get the Master Ball again, just by being the Master Ball? Master Ball is given to you in Saffron City by Giovanni, I believe. In oh, Gen okay, yeah. yeah. So that's basically it for That's Gen another thing we can say in all Pokemon games. You're given one Master Ball that catches a Pokemon 100% of the time without having to weaken or, yeah. or subdue it. Um, so what general thoughts on Gen 1, Lee? I mean, it's a classic. Yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, like come on. It started 
everything. It's it, it created the most. Popular. I can absolutely still go play it now. Like I have no problems with it at all. I know where every hidden item is. I can I can go into one of those uh, underground tunnels and I'll know exactly the tile where you get a super potion. Oh or yeah, like absolutely. Uh, so it's just it's a game I know back to front. Yeah, I, um, I think it really is the base and yeah. is start everything. I we think. you know we didn't really talk about the differences in yellow. There are some story differences. You're given all of the starters in yellow. For example, they change the sprites, not the ones that you see the back of, but the sprites of the other Pokemon they do which leads to some pretty funny scenarios where like hey there's squirtle and he looks like he does in the anime but the squirtle that's standing on your side of the screen looks like a fucking uh, yeah no fucking monster i really enjoy gary slash blue as a rival i think yeah. he's like i would say top three. he's a real shithead i don't think you could ever beat silver from a gold and silver i think it's the best rival and it's not fucking close that he's like an actual criminal <laughs> well no it's not that he's an actual criminal he's the only rival that has very serious development he starts as an asshole who steals pokemon just to defy their father and show that they can do this or that and slowly throughout the game you show them by beating them repeating repeatedly that choosing pokemon that you're your favorites and everything is the real way to raise pokemon that's right they change because of that. there's one npc and i think he appears in most of the pokemon games where he's just like using strong pokemon to win I mean, that's just the way of it, baby. But using your favorites to win, that's, that's, the, that's, that's yeah. the key, right? Yeah. And so when yeah. you go to do the Elite Four, as opposed to this one where you fight Gary at the end, and that really finishes the game with fighting your rival and finally beating them, it's more of a part of the journey in Gen 2 where before you fight the Elite Four, you finally beat them and they go, you know what? I get it. I've been kind of a fucking asshole. You turn myself into the cops. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's what I fucking love about that. Um but yeah, yeah, the, yeah, I think Gary's very, really So, like, something that I don't like in the in the later gens is they build a mythos around the Pokemon League champion. So, like, in other games, like, Steven, the right. dragon trainer, is like, I don't care. He could be any member right, of the Elite Four. Like, Steven, he's yeah. the steel he's the guy, guy. researches. Oh, that's fucking, like, Wallace. Or that's yeah. the dragon lady. Like... Like, you don't even know who the fuck Lance is until you walk into his room. And then yeah. you're like, who the fuck is this? Why does he have a cape? And then he's like, I'm the Dragon Master, bitch. And you're like, what? <laughs> Good thing I brought Ice Beam. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which can wipe his team easily. Uh, yeah. So, but that's you can, And that, that's the thing that started in Gen 2, if we're being fair. Yeah. The well, whole hyping of the, of the champ. Yeah. And, like, it's fine. Uh, but in the later gens, I just, I care less and less. Uh, yes, but it's it was good in Gen 2 because Lance is an edgelord. Yeah, and speaking of Gen 2, the greatest Pokemon generation. Yes, thank uh, you. We're here. Uh, gold. Well, hey, Gen 4 is really fucking good. That's, I mean, that's your opinion. You're welcome to it. There's nothing wrong with it. Gen just, 2, though. It just ain't the bomb. That's, uh, <laughs> that's so. Gen 2. I must have played Crystal over 50 times. It's one of my favorite games of all time. I know this fucking game with the back of my goddamn hand. I know Gen 2 with the back of my goddamn hand. I'm glad. Yeah. I know Crystal less than I know Gold and Silver. I obviously played through Crystal and stuff like that. The first game where you could choose to be a female trainer was yeah. Crystal. Uh, the first game where they animated the Pokemon in yeah. a handheld Pokemon game. Day and night cycle. Yes. Phone system. Optimized for Game Boy Color as well. Used yeah. the IR sensor for Mystery Gifts, as did Gold and Silver, I believe. Mystery Gift was interesting. Uh, so we we have to we were going to do an episode that just highlights Pokemon Stadium, but Pokemon Stadium as a companion to these games... Uh, cannot be understated. Before there was Pokemon Bank and Home, there was Pokemon Stadium, which allowed you to move your Pokemon, store them there, easily move them around, uh, view their stats, trade. Uh, the mystery gift stuff from the Pokemon Stadium games was fantastic. Uh, listen, it's all there. They over overachieved with Gen 2. Think of all the things they added. Breeding. Creating your own Pokemon from scratch. Yeah, breeding. Uh, egg moves. 
Yes. Um, Moves you can't obtain unless you breed properly. Day and night cycle, phone system, steel type, dark type. Not just day and night cycle, actual time. Yeah, it's not time. just morning, noon, and night. Yeah, there's, it's there's it's time. a clock. Yeah. yeah. Um, Being able to get phone numbers from trainers and call them up for rematches, yes. and then they have stronger Pokemon. Yes, alternate versions of Pokemon. So, yes. like, instead of Poliwrath, you could get Politoed now. Oh, baby. Right, but not either or. <laughs> affection right? evolving. Affect- baby Pokemon. Affection evolving, yes. Um, new, ev- like, we can just boil it down to new evolutions. Yeah, new evolutions. Uh, yeah, like... Uh, new HMs, different yep. fucking systems. Of... 100 new Pokemon, right? 100 new Pokemon. Listen, it, like, those 150 were part of our lives and so ingrained that when every time they added more Pokemon until, let's say, after Gen 4, let's be honest, uh, by Gen 5, I think it's like, Trubbish? Okay, take it yeah. or leave it. Uh, but, yeah, the, the addition of the Gen 2, I'm trying to think of another generation where it's just like, Man, what an aco- what an accompaniment to what existed before. Yeah, like such uh, a and like and we're talking not even just like gameplay wise, visual upgrades. Yeah, the Pokemon that are on your side of the team look so fucking good now compared to Gen One. Yes, the enemy sprites you're against always look the Pokemon they're supposed to. Pokemon look. Uh, Gold and Silver could be played on uh, black and white Game Boys and it looked fine. Uh, Pokemon Crystal was Game Boy Color only. Uh, it's worth you mentioning. You could play Gold and Silver? I did play Gold on and Silver Game on Game Boy Pocket. You really? could play Gold and Silver on the original Game and Boy. it's black and white. And it's in black and white, baby. But it's like... It looks great. sprites in their yeah, yeah. still. That's fucking nuts. Um, uh, yeah, that's, yeah, how, that's they, how I fucking yes, played it, buddy. They added eggs. They added like... Like yes. moving to get the eggs hatched. Sixteen badges, baby. You don't even, don't just go through the Johto region. You actually end up at Kanto. There's an extended story, uh, which was like I love alternate history things or seeing something after time has passed. Uh, the idea that oh, this is a direct sequel uh, to the point where there's a final boss in the game that's intended to be you from the first game, which is, which is my favorite thing in video games. Well, it's like. <laughs> Man, yeah. If we're gonna if we're gonna talk about that right away, let's Dark Souls talk does about, it too, right? Yeah, if, yeah. Well, in in some form, um, yeah. And that's why everybody loves Dark Souls 3's final boss to main stories. Um, I've always said it's the Pokemon Gen two of of right. Souls games. Uh, <laughs> but like, there is serious contention to be said that Red in Pokemon Gold, Silver, and Crystal is one of the, if not the greatest video game boss of all time. Yeah, doesn't even say anything because it's you literally hear from maybe two people in the entire fucking game kanto or johto that talk about red yeah and all they say is the former champ went somewhere to go train he's gone because he beat everybody and you're fucker blue town yeah and you're you're like whatever it's a throwaway line i've beaten all 16 gyms i've been the pokemon league what is there to do oh mount silver i'll go check it out there's some fucking lavatars in there yeah and then you just and let's talk about this setup for a second sure like you're in we're this- gonna start at the end of Gen Two. <laughs> yeah, you're the one that brought him up. Now we gotta talk. Yeah, because we're not gonna go through Gen Two like we did Gen One. Yeah, like uh, like what were we supposed to say about the story? You stopped the bad guy. Yeah, um, and it's great. You go into this fucking and I love games that make effective use of silence. Lee, there's not yes. enough games that use silence as as like their audio. It's mm-hmm. silence is fucking golden. I don't know why the only game I, that came to mind was Onimusha, which I don't know if you've ever played. There's a part in that game where you fight the greatest swordsman who ever lived. And the solution to that is you shoot him, you go get a gun. I'm Gogondontus, the greatest swordsman that ever lived. And he quietly unsheathes his sword, and you're like, this is going to be the shit. And then the main character just shoots him in the head. Fantastic. No, go on. But I, I, mean, <laughs> I don't know why I thought of I that. I mean, as tense, tenseful and and, and uh, creating an atmosphere. Yeah. There's a series of games that do it very excellently. It's called the Soul Series, okay? Okay. The only time you ever hear music is two places. Your hub world where you go around and buy equipment mm-hmm. and shit. And boss and fights. And boss fights. Yeah. Every other place, the combat areas are all 
fucking quiet because it's always tenseful. You're always on edge. Um, so when you walk into this room and no fucking music's playing, it's just this empty cave room. Like what the fuck? We're is talking this? about a fucking Game Boy. This game. is yeah. This hasn't happened. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're like this hasn't happened since I fought Lance. Yeah. Like, and you go up and you just see this guy. He's not looking at you, okay? Yeah. He doesn't give a shit. That's fucking huge, okay? He's not looking at you. <laughs> he clearly doesn't give a fuck. You go out to him and he doesn't say a word just because so, it makes sense for two ways. The original <laughs> character from the first game from Red and Blue yeah, is a never mute. spoke. Yeah. He's a mute. Two, because he's a fucking badass, he ain't got nothing to say. Yeah. You're a Pokemon trainer, I'm a Pokemon trainer. Let's go. Let's fucking go. <laughs> yeah. The music, it's <laughs> the music is Chef's Kiss. It's the perfect fucking boss. <laughs> Um, yeah, let's work our way backwards from that moment. But yeah, the idea that like you picture it, how it would be depicted in like a modern 3D game where he's just like maybe sitting on a towel, staring at the wall. Like he's got his Pokeballs laid out in the towel in front of him. And he's right. Just, and there's he's got no his eyes music closed. and you just walk yeah. up slowly. And does, it's just the shot where like you see just his head and then you're standing in the background and then the focus changes to him and, and he, he just stands right. and throws a Pokeball. Yeah, and, and then yeah. he's like the bent, bent, There's an ellipsis. Bent, bent, dun, 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 yeah. And you're like, fuck, this is... So great. I'm coming. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking coming. Starter Pokemon in Gen 2 are Totodile, Cyndaquil, and Chikorita. Of course, now Charmander is not here, so there's no clear winner. Who did you choose? Um, Totodile, my first ever playthrough. Yeah, course, buddy. Because alligators are fucking sweet. Here's the problem, Lee, with yeah. Gen 2. You're a fucking idiot if you choose Chikorita as your starter. I mean, you're not wrong. Okay, let's... <laughs> In the entirety of the 16 gym leaders yes. and the elite four, including the champion, there is one gym that uses a type. Yeah, but like, is that what you determine your starter on? Is like, how easy are the gyms? Well, in like, Gen 2, yeah. Uh, so the first time like I all, played... All, all trainers are fucking easy to beat. It's all about gym leaders and yeah. the elite four, right? Misty and Brock and Kanto are the only ones weak to Chikorita. Okay. Yeah. Chikorita gets like... Synthesis and Sunny Day and no, Solar but, Beam. No, like, there's no logic Pretty behind cool. that in that, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. Fuck Chikorita. Yeah. Fuck uh, Bayleaf. <laughs> fuck Meganium. No, awesome Pokemon, <laughs> but they, they serve no purpose in Gen 2. Yeah, I'm a sucker for uh, dinosaurs, uh, but Totodile all the fucking way, man. Right. Uh, so what's great about Totodile is he evolves into Feraligator, and Feraligator has canonically, uh, his name is misspelled because they couldn't fit it. So he doesn't have an ER at the end, it's just R. The first time I played... Pokemon Gold and Silver. I had learned so much about the game reading Japanese magazines. 100% true. Uh, I knew where all the Pokemon were. I knew night and day where to get Pokemon. I picked up that game first thing in the morning at Walmart. Immediately started playing. Uh, I had Silver, so I didn't have to worry about Ladybug in the opening areas. I got Spinarak. What up? Uh, Ladybug sucks. Ladybug is one of the worst Pokemon. Like, yeah, Ledian yeah. is one of the worst Pokemon, stats-wise. Pokemon until Gen 4 fucking We're just, just trash. Just uh, the worst. So, what they did in Gen 2 was, uh, so, I start playing, I grab Totodile, I know where everything is, I know what everything is, I just want to experience this game that I've been reading about for so long, and I did what I never do now, I do the opposite, I just rolled for Alligator the entire game. So, by the time oh. I get to the Pokemon League, I'm like level 80 and slashing everything to death Well, yeah, I did that too, but uh, to be fair, I was like five years old, and... Uh, no, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that because it absolutely works. And in, ter in terms of like, but it completely does away with needing. We didn't even talk about like hold items, berries, yeah. uh, making your own pokeballs. I'm in Gen so 2. strong. I'm just gonna fucking strength everything <laughs> to death. Just fucking roll through. So it's like for alligator and a couple HM mules, and you just fucking fuck the entire region right. to death. No, leave 
the real experts start these games is when you oh, when you start the game they ask you what time it is yeah and you put it at five a.m. time is it yeah you put it at five a.m. or specifically four a.m. so when an hour passes it will hit five a.m. and the very short morning cycle which is very different from the day cycle will yes. start. If you go to Route 2, which is just above Route 1 in Johto, you have a 5% chance of finding a fan feed. Yes. That's in Crystal only, I think. Oh. Yeah. Well, fuck me. Uh, so it should be mentioned that with Yellow and Crystal, because you've made this mistake with Gen 1 as well with the Mankey thing, uh, Pokemon encounters are different. So in, yeah. the, in the special edition, they actually move Pokemon around. Right, and that's uh, it, I would say that's even more relevant. It, what a specific thing for you to, to remember about that game. No, so. it, because I played so much. Yeah. Um, Gold, Silver, and Crystal are even more interesting in that regard than Red and Blue, because Crystal has specific ones you can't dude, find in Gold or Crystal. Dude, we're f like things are coming to me. Pokemon Swarms. There were certain Pokemon trainers in the game that you would talk to, and they were the swarm trainer. They were sitting on a route where right. swarms happened. Right, they would say, oh shit, yeah. there's a ton of eggs that oh, here. Oh, buddy, fucking Dunsparces. Uh, and these Pokemon were super rare to find unless right. they were swarming, including now, Meryl. Yes. So you would be like, oh, I talked to this trainer, and, and they're like, oh, give me your number, and I'll let you know if I see a swarm. And, and then you get a call, and you'd be like, Meryl's here. And, and fucking, man, the call yeah. trainer was the only way to get... Uh, Yanma, Dunsparce, Meryl, there was another one. These were the swarm Pokemon. That Executes? You no, I don't think it was Executes. Executes or Headbutt, po headbutt Pokemon. Headbutt. Heracross. Uh, you had to Headbutt yeah, a tree. Headbutt Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Did they put things in that fucking gold and silver game? Um, wow. On top of Johto being one of my favorite regions to explore in terms of diversity uh, of, of the towns and the... You have the traditional kind of more Japanese looking towns at the beginning of the game. Goldenrod, which is more of a, a metropolis that has the huge park uh, attached to it. Um... You, you go to more rural towns later on. Mahogany Town. Azalea uh, Town is really... Yeah. Uh, the the Dragon Gym Leader, which is the 8th badge. She's like Lance's apprentice. So they're like tying things directly into Kanto. Yeah. Uh, that they, they just don't do... In later games, they reference all the regions all the time. But not in a, in a way like this. Uh, and of course, it's suspension of disbelief. Because they don't mention... Again, it's like 100 new Pokemon have been discovered, yet no one jumped on a train to Heon and saw that, oh, there's another 100 Pokemon here that we even fucking know about. Uh, anyways, we have to wrap it up. How excited are we to talk about Gen 2? Very, Very. excited. Very excited. Uh, hopefully by next uh, episode, we're going to be getting into Gen 3, which is, uh, I think, maybe the more controversial of Gens in that half of the map is water, uh, which a lot of people <laughs> have a problem with for some reason. Uh, and then we get into Team Magma and Team uh, Aqua, which is the beginning of me not giving a shit about yeah. the, uh, the 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 factions. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, at Tizaiceberg is us on Twitter. Lee Tizaiceberg.com is me on email. You can leave a question or topic anywhere. And I should mention, I should have mentioned at the top of the show, Sultans of Slam got furloughed last week. It will be coming back this week, reviewing two weeks worth of Dynamite. So check oh, that out. Shit. Thanks for signing up. As always, for myself, Lee, and for Reed. That's uh, that's the show. <laughs> That's the one, baby.